Hey guys, this is Tasha, Justine, and Tashina bringing you all the things you wanted to say but wouldn't and all the things you were going to say but they say you shouldn't. Welcome to Get Out of My Head. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Listeners. So for all the listeners who are catching up with us this week, this is a transition um, of us doing this on Sundays. Instead of Monday. Instead of Monday, so it will be no more. I like to start the week like this. Like, <laughs> this it's it's crazy, but you know, this is the, I've started to make Sunday the beginning of my week and not the end of my week. It's really mm-hmm. a mental thing, but I've started yeah. to make it the beginning of my week because I don't I, I work out from Sunday to Thursdays. So mm-hmm. Sunday, this is the beginning of my. You um, do be working out like midnight. My watch revolver, and I'm like Tasha, go to bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I go to I go to the gym um Monday through Thursday um like late night because you know I gotta go to work and then mm-hmm. um after work um I'll be home for a little while just depending on the time I usually go to the gym between nine thirty and ten o'clock. I feel but, like yeah. it was like midnight one night. Oh, it was it was that's probably me finishing my workout because I've been leaving the gym probably like you look you know twelve quarter after twelve like mm-hmm. you know around there but yeah. So you be working out for like two hours though. Mm-hmm. Dang. Ooh. I work out. I'll be on a treadmill for 30 minutes, girl. 30 minutes. I need to, you know what it is? I need time. Like, maybe they're going late at night, but I don't, how's your hair right now? I, I just took those um soft locks out. Like, I just took them out, like, a couple days ago, so I just had a hat one today at the gym. I know yours is, like, a little back and forth, but I just have to keep, you know, like, now I can't even get a weave. Well, weave. I'm trying to leave this in, and I've got another appointment on Saturday to get soft locks put back in my head because it's really, like, a nothing hairstyle. I don't have to do anything to it's my hair. It's the hair thing. So, like, I've been trying to – I know just seeing you two, you do you do every day, right? Like, working out every day? Yeah, I'm six days a week. Because, like, my problem is my, my head. Like, so I've been doing Monday nights and then just, like, washing my hair and straightening it for the week. And mm-hmm. then I'll go Thursday night. Friday morning and then wash it again Friday morning so that it's cute for the week. But even when I go, like I, you know, I was doing the Orange Theory twice a week. Last week I only did Orange Theory on Monday and then I went to the gym Thursday, Friday. And in both times, it felt like I was rushing for something. So, like, I think I did an hour on Thursday. Friday, I was supposed to wake up early and woke up later than I was supposed to. And I was in there and like kept finding myself like wanting to go more. I think I think it was an hour though too. It was like, bitch, you're already late. It's, your work starts at nine o'clock. It's nine thirty, and you still at the gym. You still gotta wash your hair, shower, all this different stuff. So I need like where I'm not rushing to stop. So this is what I would suggest yeah. because it really only sounds like the issue that you're having is your hair. You yeah, need to start. I mean, I, don't, I know you. I know your. I know your job. You know, just dependent upon your job. I could do whatever I want to my hair. You know what I mean. But for you, dependent on it's because of your job. As to my which hairstyles you can get. Day. It was my job, like my camera being on all day, and then I was dating before, where I was like, "Ooh, I'm supposed to do this." I don't. I'm not dating like that anymore because I just don't have time. Like work is too busy. Um, but it's it's the camera being on. Well, why don't you try a hairstyle? Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not with, I, I don't know how you feel about them, but soft locks or faux locks of some way, shape, or form. And I feel like soft locks is the best bet because soft locks is the least amount of tension. It's really it's light. Like you can put your hair up. Hair. Yeah. Huh? It's that. It's the pulling of my hair. Like, I honestly, right. it sounds crazy. People like those are supposed to be protective hairstyles, but I feel like my hair grows stronger and faster, healthier when I'm just washing it twice a week on my own and doing it. I don't know if it's that, yeah. like the tension and I, the drying, like, I don't know, not washing it. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's something. why that's I mean because even you know even because I don't do skull floss but you know just to just a thing you know to think about Danae does those um does the soul flocks and is that what she be you, posting all the time I know she's always doing hair uh-huh. yeah um, it's like you basically what you do is you literally take your hair throughout mm-hmm. and you're gonna get box braids with your natural hair and mm-hmm. this is I think this is the most protective style honestly because you crochet that hair onto your head and then they wrap and then it gets wrapped so your hair is really just not touched at all. You know what I'm saying? I know oh. Danae does them and Kelsey does them as well. Whoever you want to go to, to Kelsey did my my last ones or whatever. And the reason why it didn't even last that long is because, you know, I got I actually have relaxer in my hair. So my hair is not really strong, strong, you know? Mm. So um, I'm growing out the relaxer right now. But I would definitely... Um, you know, recommend you get some some soft locks because they last longer. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, you don't got to do nothing to your hair. Knotless are cool too, but knotless, you know, once it grows out, it's like, eh, you know. Yeah, I don't like Right. So the the soft locks, I love them because they lasted a long time, and it was just like really just get up and go. You don't have to do anything to your hair, no way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. So I think maybe that's just something you need to think about because you know, I think. A longer workout, at least an hour. I get at least an hour. hour. That's my other you part know? is timing for stuff. I just need to do better at managing my time. Yeah, and I do. Know. I do like I do thirty minutes on that treadmill. I do. I I walk a mile and a half. Thirty minutes. <laughs> thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I'll be on like a treadmill. Uh uh. I do thirty minutes on a treadmill. I walk a mile and a half every time. At, at the very least to walk. I'm trying to get myself paced up to running, but I, I don't run yeah, on the treadmill at all. I walk. I don't need to do cardio. Oh, excuse me. Because if I do if I do cardio, guys, I would look like <laughs> I just need skin. a fucking pencil. I'm already yeah. now with me doing this like type of toning and doing a mountain climb is I lo- I'm shedding like a little oh, bit of weight there. So gets your heart. It's like the hit workout. So now my, all my clothes don't fit are too big. Like I got the extra extra fucking loose camel toe. Go. <laughs> Goals as fuck, cause I can. Yo, I've been crying because I've really been like, yo, I I try to get my mind off of the the tread. I mean, the treadmill, the scale, because the numbers on the scale was just not going down. It actually don't, but like you start to feel different, and I think that's what's most absolutely. And everybody, you know, seeing me is like, you know, you look smaller. You look smaller. You look smaller. You look smaller. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I like I said, I do. I work out five days a week. I got the meal preps going. I just got me some fat burners. And then I got um I got those goalie apple cider vinegar gummies. So I'm really just trying to see where some type of change. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because you know how you got the memories on Facebook. Literally, it, my memory from 10 years ago, 10 saying, Oh, I want to get into the gym to lose my stomach. And I never got into the gym until now. No. And even today is yeah. like almost I'm I'm about to be at a month you know at a 30 day mark but then that so. habit I really do see it like having forming and changing that 21 days to form a habit because the way my mindset is in the gym is not like oh god I'm sweating I gotta leave it's like oh no I need to push myself Finish, more yeah. yeah absolutely yeah I don't know but you I'm do like it. you'll feel it like I put on a bathing suit for the first time in forever yesterday and like felt so different than how I normally felt like how I mm-hmm. been feeling and stuff like I was fine yeah I'll be having on a little workout bath I put that. I put some oh, cream put on my stomach, on. girl. I put the cream Gotta on my stomach and in. on my back. Mm-hmm. I got 
I started out, but it's another way that I know that I'm losing weight and fuck the scale is because <laughs> I um I bought when I started my workouts I had this um two X um vest and you know I, it was getting tight getting tight and I went and bought me another one and I got a large fuck an extra large I got me a large I was able to get a large one so. The goal is to get to a medium. I really don't want to be skinny. I just want to lose my stomach. Once I lose my stomach, you know, all that other okay. little stuff is going to go down a little bit, you know, but that makes sense. I'm just trying yeah. to get out of the 200s because that is not cute in no way, shape, form, or fashion. It's like, yeah, Kasha, you a muscle, a, a muscular kind of person. I have a lot of muscle, but still, yeah. I still want to be lower. <laughs> It'll happen because if you already formed that habit of enjoying the gym, it's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. So. Oh, no, don't get it twisted. Please don't twist my words because I do not enjoy it. I just go. <laughs> you're going to though. I, I promise you. Not even that you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, it'll be a lifestyle. Yep. Thinking you have to do it. It's more of a lifestyle change, and that's what I'm basing yeah, it on. That's off. what I said. Right? It'll be like me needing like, coffee. I need the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I said. That. I was like, you know, I want to get to a place where I don't have to go to the gym five days a week. I want to go at maybe three or maybe three or four yeah, days I'm a week. But right now. Right now, I want to do. I'm doing this until maybe like the summer, and then when summertime rolls around, I I will be. I will be. I know this. I'm speaking this. And I'm going to be the size that I want to be. So that after that, it's just about maintenance, not yeah. so much. Yeah, that's like, me. Trying to get it all off. I am going to drop. I think I'm going to drop two days once I lose my little fupa area, the tightening of my fupa over. area. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to drop down. Cause then by that point I don't want to shred no more. I kind of just want to need to shred no more weight. I'm looking at just seeing like, dang girl, you skinny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like look how tiny I am. It's just the stomach area that I'm not. And it, it, the crazy thing is, somebody was like, oh, what are you trying to like lose your stomach area for? Because I said like, even when I lose my stomach area, I'm not gonna put on no two piece because that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy it. Like I like a nice cutout bathing suit one piece for my little feeling like you yeah like the fishnet and all of that. Like that's what I want to wear to the beach. I don't really want to wear like a two piece. That's Mm -hmm. not really what my goal is. Mm -hmm. It's just for me self conscious when I look in the mirror behind closed doors, I want to see my six pack. Hello? Yeah, I don't want a six pack. I just want my stomach down. Like (laughs) I want to go I want my stomach back to when you know when I was like you know, 20 years old, and I thought I was fat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, that I was the perfect size. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I hear you. It makes sense. Okay. Well, I was waiting for Justine to be like, juicy. So. Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that juicy. I'm like, yeah, juicy. sure. That's a juicy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I need some juice in my life. Okay. <laughs> so I thought that maybe today we could talk about. I've I've been seeing on just the internet altogether how, you know, being in a toxic relationship and being toxic is a a good thing or like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely promoted these days. And I'm just like, it's so crazy. Like But what is that everybody what you mean by promoted by it though too? I ain't been on the internet. You know, I've been slacking. All right. So first off, I'm I wanted to uh basically talk about this one situation and this is just how um it's just being toxic i mean everybody if you're in a relationship what you can deal with obviously that's completely your business and i'm totally understand that but like Mm -hmm. you know um basically it was like a post of fab um fabulous has posted emily Mm -hmm. who's his longtime girlfriend he's been together for i don't know how many years Mm -hmm. not married by the way but 
you know, they've been together for all these years. I don't, I don't know if you remember. Um, I think that might have been last year or the year before that when they had gotten into something. Mm-hmm. And, and Emily and like her father. Mm-hmm. Oh you know, yeah. yeah, they had father yeah. came and like um, she had he had knocked her tooth out her mouth. Yep. Like it was, it was just a whole bunch of just craziness Mm -hmm. by the way and not to mention all the just you know just blatant outright disrespect and putting her behind closed doors like she's nobody and you know just fucking around whatever whatever right so it was just like you know when when he posted her you know people were like goals pretty much Uh, you know what I'm saying like just like uh oh goals and blah 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 and it's just like Wait, do did y'all because this is a nice picture? <laughs> did, did, like because this is a nice picture of yeah. them together, and she's beautiful. He's handsome. Mm-hmm. They're a good-looking couple together. It's like y'all forgot about when he knocked her tooth out. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like y'all forgot all the cheating. Y'all forgot all the disrespect. Like y'all forgot all those things. And not only that, just you know, certain memes mm-hmm. that they put up. Like um, I I just it, I don't know. It's just. I think I want to just touch on what is toxic and what is like, you know, maybe a weird thing that you may like in your relationship, mm-hmm. but you know, it could be considered toxic to to another person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but so when we say toxic, it's unhealthy, right? Toxic right. is unhealthy. But when you say re- like things that what I can deal with, Tashina baby, like, oh no, I don't think that that's unhealthy. I just think that's your preference. Yeah. So that goes back to like, even narrowing it down to like our list. Mm-hmm. Our lists are similar, but they're not the same, yeah. right? We have differences. And, and, and the priorities and priorities like what you value, what we is value is different, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that is not unhealthy. I don't think it's unhealthy and I don't I don't want to say it's weird either because it's just different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, what what Tasha may prefer in her relationship, what I may prefer in my relationship is gonna be different because mm-hmm. we're ultimately we're not the same. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Now, Emily and Fab's situation, definitely toxic. Let me just say this. Yeah. Any man that can disrespect the mother of their children, okay, or child. To me, I I can't respect you as a man. And even if y'all don't work out, I think there needs to be some sort of respect. Because mm-hmm. one, as as females and as childbearing people like humans, we carry the child in our womb for nine months. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it takes two to tangle, but at the end of the day, this is a child that I carry for nine months. And but not I'm, even just the carrying too, like the different things it does to your, your body. body. Exactly. The sacrifices yeah. that we make, the labor that we go through, the way our body changes, our emotions, postpartum, just everything in one. So for you to ultimately disrespect a woman like that, I can't even get jiggy with you. Now, I will say respect is a two-way street. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, if she's calling you all types of disrespectful names and stuff like that. Okay, cool. That's why I didn't work or that's why you mm-hmm. see you have a, a difference of opinion. But then the day I feel like every man should respect the mother of their child. Not to say, like, you have to be the best of friends. It just has to be a mutual respect. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think that situation not only is it toxic, but for you to knock my tooth out, I'm the mother of your children. Forget the cheating and not forget it, but let's just put that aside, right? That part needs to come first. You don't even respect her as a woman, as the mm-hmm. mother of your children. That's corny to me. So when people say that's goals, that's not goals. That mm-hmm. means that you have 
I don't think you have a lot of self-respect for yourself. And when people say goals, what do we talk about goals because of time that they put in? Like we said on another podcast that I gave like insight on when I was listening to a therapist say like, you know, people stay in these relationships because they say time wasted, but ultimately it's not time wasted because you take everything that you've learned and do it's like on the job training yeah, and you move on and, and life is a continuance it's still more chapters to your life so it's not time wasted so that's not a goal to be in a relationship for 13 years unhealthy yeah it's a goal to be in a relationship for 20 years and have a healthy memorable relationship where there's respect for each other that's gold that's so goal. i looked that up i looked at i looked i actually looked up what a toxic relationship is mm-hmm. you know or what they would say that it is and it says here that um, a therapist or a woman, a, a, a basically, she's a doctor, mm-hmm. and she um, she says that it, a toxic relationship is any relationship between people who don't support each other, where there's conflict and one seeks to undermine the other, where there's competition, where there's disrespect and a lack of cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're so talking? go ahead, Tasha. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Not go ahead. No, but as you were speaking, what was coming up for me and people saying that as goals is like, and it happens in relationships all the time though too. Was like people forget, even in your relationship stuff and those toxic relationships, like they do, not they, but like it's it's bad. All this bad shit happens, and they do this like one gesture where like some grand gesture, and you're falling into that and forgetting about all that other shit that happens. So I guess the like forgive and forget thing, I think people forget about the not forgetting that shit. Like you forgive them for it and say you forgive them for it, but you're supposed to be remembering all that shit and move accordingly. Mm -hmm. Not allowing it to happen where it just feels like a cycle of of negative shit that goes on in your relationship. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like, I, you know, being in a, uh, because I can't, I've definitely been in a toxic relationship before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, like what you said as far as forgetting yeah it's like a a man will do something you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like and it's like you've done something I found out you did this thing now you know I'm I'm upset whether I wanted to leave Mm -hmm. or we're arguing about it whatever the case may be but he apologizes right Mm -hmm. he apologizes he says he's sorry he's never going to do it again right Mm -hmm. so now I forgive you Mm -hmm. now I think that's a thing that that I think and I can't I can't speak for what women have done because I'm sure women do have done it too but I can only speak on men Mm -hmm. now I think that's something that men you know want you to do is to forget what they have done because it's like you'll you'll do this thing you'll apologize for it and not forgiving you for it Mm -hmm. right so then it's like all right I forgot about it we're not going to talk about it anymore Mm -hmm. whatever whatever then you know three four months down the line you do this thing again, right? Yeah. And now you mad at me because I'm bringing this shit up now because I'm like, yo, you did this. Remember when you did right. this before? It's like you're doing this shit again and it's like, oh man, you can never forget anything. Like, no, it's not It's not that I can't forget because you keep doing mm-hmm. this. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So I think, I think a lot of the time we, you know, forget those things because it's almost like a conditioning, like, you know, a man, you, and then it's like, as a woman, we just try not to be nagging. Yeah, because you hear men talk about women, the way you don't really forgive because you're constantly bringing it up. Like, did you truly forgive? I think. Nah, I did forgive you, but you just doing the same. Showing me those same signs again. But because they hear men say that, men say all the time, like women say they forgive and they don't, they constantly bringing that shit up. But like, if it's not truly resolved, 
I don't even feel like you could truly forgive it if there wasn't some resolution for like I'm not just gonna say I forgive you just for the sake of forgiving you. I was gonna say that you can't yeah, say like, you forgive somebody just because you wanted to like move on stop the argument mm-hmm. or whatever the case would be you have to truly come to a resolution and you guys both have to feel a way about like a, in a good way about it because mm-hmm. if we walk away and one person's feeling this way but not ultimately saying something about it and you're just sweeping it under the rug trust me it's gonna resurface mm-hmm. again like it's going to resurface and that whole oh you keep bringing it up well if you keep doing it of course i'm gonna bring it up there's a difference right mm-hmm. if you keep step, standing in those same steps mm-hmm. right. you know what i mean I'm that's like, like keep stepping like, in shit like, mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah like you know like oh um my man went out of, went out of town with his homeboys and when he went out of town he fucked somebody else and i found out he fucked, fucked with somebody else okay so now you have to understand i'm in a place now it's like damn i don't really want you to be going out of town like right. that without me to so to speak because it's like when you go out of town or maybe the first time you did it maybe it happened two or three times you went out of town and you fucked somebody else and then i found out about those things all three of those things at one time it's like damn nigga every time you go right. out of town that's what you right. do so now when you go and when you try to go out of town any other time it's gonna be like nigga i don't want you to go because remember last time and it's like but I told you I'm sorry and forgive me and blah, blah, blah. No. But it's just like, it's those same, it's those same steps and those same, you know, patterns yeah. that's making mm-hmm. me think like, I can't really, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to let you that's, just go yeah. ahead and go do those that's things. That's where the toxic comes in. And then you just settle and deal with it. But like I always say, when a person showed you where the first time, like Oprah told me, you believe them because it's not yeah. going to change. Like it's not going to change. And I hate to bring it up, but this is a prime example of like Ray J and Princess, right? Oh, Hello. <laughs> Ray J was Ray J, right? Princess, before you married him and you thought marriage was going to change this man? No, he's no. still fucking Ray J. But there's something too about the mm-hmm. forgiveness thing because it irks me. I feel like men do this part all the time. Like y'all, they mess up with stuff, right? Like, and you messed up and you want your woman to jump up to forgive you right away. Without you, actually, this is the part where you're talking about, like, how you both are walking away from it. Like, if you fucked up, I'm not going to jump and say I forgive you. Like, I need to truly, truly feel like I forgive you so that I'm not one of those women that are constantly bringing it up. And if I am bringing it up, when you fucked up, you just got to hear that shit. If you want this to work and want it to continue to work, you have to do whatever it is to get me to feel better so that I can truly forgive you. To feel safe. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You got to make, you have to feel make her feel safe like and we look at these celebrities because this is like what is the known thing like okay we're not gonna sugarcoat it you know even with jay-z and beyonce she had to go through like when i watched her story she went through her Mm -hmm. time to heal herself whether it was making the album of lemonade that was a process for her you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and she brought it to light she was sharing that with her fans and then and just like jay-z he allowed her he allowed her to have his have her moment because you know what he knows he Mm -hmm. messed up that's a man and he loved her that much to say like damn i fucked up all right i'm gonna just wait i hurt her let me let her have her moment Mm -hmm. cool some man be like no get over it like yesterday like no nigga he (laughs) waited and that's that's true that's for me is like i guess that's the true love that people yearn for these days because you don't find that often Mm -mm. but she also so what do you say to someone what would you say about like what would you say is um makes a relationship toxic like some signs 
that you're in a toxic relationship. Like if a friend is talking to you and it's like, you know, what you would say, like, bitch, that's toxic. Um, I know I've been in some. <laughs> yeah, like, I I can't even sugarcoat it and say like I've I've we all know <laughs> that, <laughs> you know that moment of like insanity. I will say. Yeah, I think I, patterns though. Yes, too. like show is like an example when you hearing your friend they talking to you about stuff and it's the same. Where I'm like, oh, I know I've been because I've been talking about this same person forever and ever again. One minute you guys are happy, the next is complaining about some shit, and it's like the complaints keep happening it's like a pattern of those same exact complaints that's a sign that that's a toxic relationship yeah and i think definitely one that it's not it's, it's not making you happy mm-hmm. anymore when you like as the top when that's when it's just like you know when you guys are miserable mm-hmm. more than you're mm-hmm. happy like you're, you fight, you're fighting you're angry you're sad more than you're happy mm-hmm. like really just feeling sad and depressed and the other person is supposed to bring you happiness. They probably can't bring it to you every single day, every second. But for the most part, I feel like, I don't know. I think that's what I'm looking for is a person that is going to constantly be my peaceful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they're supposed to add to your, you know, your happiness that yeah. you already have. Like, like they add compliment it. Thank you for that. <laughs> scene, right. Cause you should be happy yourself. Like internally. you should be happy internally with or without this other person. But that person that comes in your life should not take from that happiness. You're adding to it. Keep me at the same level, whatever it is. Like, I there should be more happy days and sad days. If I could be happy without you, I don't need to be with you and be miserable. Right. Like, and that's, that's, that's what I'm learning. Like, I feel like, you know, happiness is a choice. So I wake up every day to choose to be happy. And then this person that's entering into my life or whatever the case may be is just going to complement that happiness mm-hmm. and make me. So when people say, like, oh, girl, you going, mm-hmm. they're adding to make me the best person mm-hmm. that I'm going to continue to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've already was, I'm at my peak. You're just making me better. But what do you do <laughs> if you know your friend is in a toxic relationship? Um, what part do you play? Honestly, this is what I've learned mm-hmm. thus far with having friends and stuff like that is be there for them. Mm-hmm. Because um, ultimately, I don't want to lose my friendship with my friend. But what does be there for them look like? How is that? Like, just their presence, period, but not, like... If it's... Okay, so I have two things that I made a promise to myself with. If mm-hmm. it's not... If it's making my friend, like, sick or, like... I mean, like, sick, sick, mm-hmm. you know, every day she's crying or she's not happy or whatever the case may be, she can't physically deal with it, then I have to help her physically and step in. But if she is okay with herself and within herself and she thinks, mm-hmm. you know... She could still take it until she's had enough and it's not physically destroying her, deterring her as her physical health and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I have to let, I have to be there for her in that let way. Let her go through the process. Right. Now, if it's a I domestic think, type I'm of sorry. thing, because I've, I've seen that too. I mean, I it physically hasn't happened to my family, but I've had it close knit mm-hmm. to that point where someone I know lost their cousin mm-hmm. and was killed. I would never allow my friend to go through like a domestic type of thing no because then if something was to happen to my friend i'm gonna feel that guilt mm-hmm. like damn i should have just never let her go back or she should have just stayed with me you mm-hmm. know and that's what that family feels every day because even though they got her out the house she went she- back because she wasn't staying with one of them physically and i mm-hmm. feel like if she was with them in their house or whatever they could have physically you know stopped that but because she was in a shelter she had the choice to just walk away mm-hmm. and walk out so they feel that every day and that's something that's not fun to go through or deal with. I think for me, you know, 
if my friends, if my, if any of my friends are in a, a, a toxic relationship where I feel like it's not beneficial, I think um, just where I am now and because of where I've been, and if you're going to be open with me and telling me things, my friends, you know, if you're going to tell me something, I'm going to fucking tell your ass too. So it, it's not like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, that's crazy. I'm not going to, that's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, because I, I feel like I'm going to tell you, look, Let's 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 do this together. I'm not even gonna make you do this exercise by yourself. Let's do this together. What's the benefits and what is the problem? What's the um what's what's the benefits and how is this not mm-hmm. benefiting you? Is this gonna make you better in your life? If this person is going to make you better in your life, if he's mm-hmm. not, what are we doing here? What what do you want? And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ever be like, all right, then don't fucking tell me shit. No, because every time you feel like you want to open your mouth and tell me something, I'm going to tell you. I'm not I'm not. And I'm never going to steer you in the wrong direction. When there's things that can be fixed, like, you know, um, I don't know. Because when it's toxic, when you say the word toxic, it kind of is like over the top for me where it's kind of like no reverse. But it's like, if, if this is something that, you know, a literally, if he's willing or you guys are willing both together to go to counseling together as a couple. And if y'all are really trying to do this, if it's a situation where you feel like, oh, yeah, you know, we not, I mean, I know I'm not going to marry him, but so what, yeah, are doing? Right. What, are just... doing? what are we doing? If it's not going towards your end <laughs> yeah. result, if it's not like, what's your, what are you trying to do when you, you're, you're, you and, you know, this bigger Bob are together. <laughs> What is what? Do you see Bob in your life in two years and mm-hmm. five years and for the rest of your life? No, you just fucking with him right now. Like you already know y'all not gonna get married. So what mm-hmm. are you doing? That's why are you letting him disrespect you? Because you may feel like you're strong enough when he's cursing right. you out or he's calling you names or he's not doing what he's supposed to do and he's not living up to your standards. You may think like, oh, I'm good. I don't know. Little by little, that shit is chipping away at your self-esteem right. and who you think that you deserve as a person. You know yeah. what I mean? So I definitely am not, I'm damn sure I ain't sitting around for no domestic shit because it's like, oh, bitch, he did what? All right, so let, let him try that shit while I'm over there. And you know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we about to fuck this nigga up. We gonna jump this nigga. You better not be fucking with Question, him. Question, no. You know? I'm like, want to roll it mm-hmm. up, though, too, because I asked this part on, like, y'all doing, but, like, if you putting yourself, if you were in a toxic relationship and sharing it with your friend, do you want your friends to come and say something to you? Do you want them not to, like, as you're sharing? Yeah, I How want, do you feel? For me as a person, it? I want my friends I want your to tell me. I want you when I'm wrong. Like I'm not in a bad. Yeah, I'm at this age now where it's like you know, in our 20s, it was like, oh, girl, you don't even know because we don't even know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was like whatever. But now in my 30s, no, I don't have time to waste. If you see, if you foresee something that's not good, and I may be putting a blind eye to it, you'd be like, girl, now you know, you should not be doing that. Do you have one? You you because I. I'm think I'm asking because stuff is different though too, and I don't know if there's other friends out there too in the same or similar relationships, right? Like at point in time with some of your friends and they share stuff out to you, there have been times where it's like I don't want to say everything that's on my mind or like give advice or feedback in this moment because I don't want you to be afraid to then, if you don't take that advice feel like I'm looking at you crazy so you don't want to share what else is going on yeah but look at the same time too this is what makes this is for me what's my friend because my friend is gonna say girl don't do this and don't be taking this and don't be taking that I'm gonna tell you why 
it's okay for me to be dealing with whatever's mm -hmm. going on. And that's just me personally. So when it comes to certain things that I might be doing off and I might be doing wrong, I'm, you might not agree with my justification, but I'm, if you're always in, I'm going to make it so that there's an understanding here. So it's just like, when I tell you some shit that's bothering me, because sometimes it could just be something that's just literally just a bother to you. Like, it's just, ah, I just feel like I got to vent and I can't vent to him and tell him nothing. So I'm a, I want to talk to my friend about it, you know, with certain things. But if it's, if it's like, if you, if you feel like it's counterproductive mm -hmm. to my, uh, and, and my end result of what I'm trying to do in my life, Tell me. Yeah. I th I'm asking this. Tell I mean, me. this is for the, the listeners, though, too, because I'm asking these questions, but this is real life and, like, applicable to our friendships with things, though, too. So this is new. <laughs> I'm trying this on here new for the first time. But I'm thinking about you You and Justine both come to mind because y'all are, like, you know, my close people. I think about you, though, Tasha, too, and when you're sharing stuff, it feels like you have mm -hmm. your three, maybe four people and you come and share with those people depending upon where you are in the situation or where you are in your life. Does that make sense? Like you mm -hmm. have someone where it's like when you know that it may be something like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Like you have your person that you go to. That's still yep, yep, yep. for that. I got you. And then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is it that because when you when you reach out to those individual people, is that what you're looking for? I'm so sorry. Moment? Somebody called me. So I missed. I missed. Like when it. you. Oh, it's okay. So, like, when you were going through those different things in those moments, and you reach out to that particular person, yeah, I get what you're saying. Is I get that, what you're saying. Like right? Like, so yeah, like that's gonna be with your you. Like, like, I'm gonna yes, give you a perfect girl. example. I'm gonna tell you a perfect like, example with the because the reason yeah. why I've changed my way with that, I do have friends that I can tell certain mm -hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yes, person, the one that's gonna right. tell you you're wrong, the one that's gonna listen and like only give you right, little nudges right. for you to figure it so, out. Like, how does that work for you? Your um, I was in a situation where I needed somebody to shake me and say, "Bitch, <laughs> you're bugging. Don't do that." You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I literally didn't tell mm -hmm. a person. <laughs> I didn't tell her something. You know what I'm saying? Um, being mm -hmm. the Kishona, I didn't tell her because I. He's showing yes. the one that says, bitch, and, you bugging like, and no, like tells you. do not fucking okay. do that. Do not. But then I got mm -hmm. another friend, which is Danae, who's been, not to say Kishona hasn't been through things, but Danae, who has been through a little bit of mm -hmm. different things, so she's a little bit more laxy-daisy with the bullshit from niggas, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I was mm -hmm. figuring out whether this was something that I wanted to do or not, I talked to her about it. And she was mm -hmm. like, girl, you know me, I would, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she's just like, you know, you know, I will, I will. You know, she, she's like, you yeah. know, if it was me, I, I'm a sucker for love. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. And that's what just made me feel mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'm about to try it again with this nigga. Even though he's been fucking me over for the last eight and a half, nine years. I'm going to try it again. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Not visually thinking or, or, or really, but pretty much having to go to Kishona and say, Kishona, hey, look, this is what's been going on, da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, no, bitch, it sounded to me like he's using your ass mm -hmm. and he needs you now. So that's why he being nice and that's mm -hmm. why he being who you, you need him to be. Because the once he got into my presence and he was around me, he got right back into the old and regular nigga that I knew that was not, that don't respect me, that doesn't respect mm -hmm. what I got going on at all, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, that was just, um, you know, in that moment. And I told her when we had the, after everything was all said and done, I stopped fucking with the nigga and everything. Then we had the conversation. It was like, look, this is what's been going on and this mm -hmm. is what happened and, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's just like, damn, why you ain't tell me? And I told her, like, you know, 
I didn't tell you because I knew what you were going to say. And at that particular time, I didn't need that, you know? And I thought I didn't need Mm -hmm. that. I did need that. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So it's like almost like going to the gym. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You don't want to. You don't (laughs) want to, but you need to. You know what I'm saying? Like you really don't want to, but you got to fight through that. So it's just like, damn, I know I don't want to hear this shit, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just tell, I'm, I'm gonna tell her because yeah. I don't. It's, it's like, you know, it's almost like lying to my friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why am I lying to you? I, I tell you everything else. Yeah. I can tell you all types of different sex shit, all of that, like private stuff when I go to the doctor. But I can't fucking tell you about a nigga that I probably shouldn't be fucking mm-hmm. with. Come on in. Then that's how I know for me when I shouldn't be doing. Like, if I feel like I have to lie mm-hmm. about it or don't want to share stuff, yeah. I'm like, then you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, like that's a sign that the same for you. That's not. It's not healthy. Yeah, for you. when yeah. you can share with your friends and stuff like that. Yep. It's like, okay, cool. It's not right. It's like it's <laughs> not it. It's like this is a good thing. But when it be like, I ain't gonna tell her because Mm-mm. I already know. What about you, Justine? You got friends that you go to for certain stuff. Well, we all know. Okay, so for all the listeners out there who don't know, <laughs> we all know. Um, I really like. Yeah, don't um, seem like no. I don't got no friends. I, <laughs> <laughs> like I always. First of all, we all know that I'm very like. This is how I've been said. Y'all bet me. I'm very private, right? Mm-hmm. I'm that person. Um, I don't really share my circle too much mm-hmm. with a lot of people. It's just I'm connected to a lot I, of people. I force her to be around a lot of people. Go ahead, you can say it. No, it's <laughs> not that you force me, because I force you to do anything, but I'm connected to, like, you know, a lot of people. Like, I don't have individual, because you guys all kind of grew up together, mm-hmm. I really don't have individual relationships with everyone. I have an individual relationship with Tasha, of course, like, because that's something I built mm-hmm. over time, but when it comes down to, like, our friendships of bliss, I really don't have individual connections with everyone like that like it's growing stronger um before I moved you know I did hang out with Kiki periodically by myself but it's growing stronger now as I'm getting older but Mm -hmm. I don't have those so this is for me it's like new it's like Mm -hmm. starting new relationships and allowing people into my my circle or allowing people into what I keep safe to me so yeah for a long time it's just been I share a lot of things with Tashina so Mm -hmm. it's like that's my best friend I'm gonna share with her Besides my sister, now that me and Kayla have be- gotten a lot closer ever since she's become a mom. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really, I never really had that friend that I go to, like, I've only had you. <laughs> right, like, yeah. What the fuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's very hard to say. Now it's like, okay, building these relationships, I'm going to come to all y'all, because to be honest with y'all, I know y'all going to give it to me raw, we're because we're not in our mom. 20s, we're in our 30s. But we still, I think that's the part I'm getting to it, too, is because I still don't feel like we always do. And I'm just sharing it from myself. Like, I don't feel like I'm always sharing everything it is that I'm And look, I, what I, I want um, to say something real quick, um, only because I, you know, just previously having, a, not previously, she's still my friend, but having a friend that doesn't like to share like that, Sometimes, you know, I know your, 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 um, your male friends, if you have good friends, you know what I'm saying? If you have good friends that mm-hmm. only want to see you do good and you have to know that, honestly, but mm-hmm. you should, I feel, I personally feel like I'm not an advocate for the whole, keep your business to yourself and your relationship business to yourself. I'm not an advocate for that because sometimes you're going through mm-hmm. things 
and uh, your woman, uh, your friend, uh, I can give you a woman's standpoint. You know what I'm saying? And where you should mm-hmm. be, and you're going to know, you have to, that's the, the key thing. You need to know when you have someone who's not jealous of you, not jealous of you being in a relationship because they're not in a relationship. Someone who genuinely wants to see you happy and be good is going to keep you, is going to tell you what mm-hmm. you should stand for. I'm never going to tell you to fucking just leave the nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm not, unless he's hitting you mm-hmm. or, you know, doing something detrimental to your health. Then I'm gonna tell you to just leave the nigga alone. But other than that, I'm always for working things out because I do understand that people do not get along all the time. People who who were twins, mm-hmm. born in the same, you know, grew up. I mean, were made in the same fucking egg sack. Be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they, just, they came. They came mm-hmm. from the same balls. They came out at the same time. They was in the same womb. They grew up in the same house. They still end up being different. But we can only imagine people from different walks of life and all that other type of stuff y'all gonna be y'all gonna butt heads sometimes so arguing all that shit is just normal but i think that it's important to share those things sometimes because your peers can give you a standpoint that you're not gonna you probably wouldn't know yourself because maybe something that you've never been through before not something that you've never seen before so i'm i'm definitely feeling like you know i'm saying that to you know more so to just seem you should share a little, you know, just getting yeah, at that just a- because it's like, because you feel like you may be feeling like you're dealing with <laughs> something like, what? that you shouldn't be having to deal with because you think that that's normal. You know what I'm saying? Or I think that's what I was getting to in this because I don't mean like, yes, yeah, Justine could sh- do a bit more sharing. For me, it's not that I don't like I share. I share everything with everybody. I don't give a mm-hmm. damn. Like, I don't really care about it. It's that like the like when other people are sharing sharing out everything it is that I'm thinking like I don't you don't yeah, tell like I don't tell that everything seeing. that I'm that I'm seeing or thinking some stuff is like not even that you need to figure it out but back to the earliest statement I was making where I was like I don't want you to then feel like I'm judging you or thinking this way and because you didn't take my advice that I'm looking at you crazy especially when you over, over the over. same thing again yeah. when it's like a pattern yeah so sometimes I feel stuff and unless like someone is specifically asking for my input or advice, I don't want to s- say anything because I don't want you to feel like like unless I'm saying to you like, well, what should I do? Right. Well, what like, would you do? In this then situation? I'm just keep it to yeah. myself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I realize sometimes I don't know if it's like the way it comes out or just like I don't know like a, a me. It may not come out the right way, and I don't want yeah. to feel like I'm judging or yeah. you know or that I know everything. I, feel you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, because that, that could always that can um, always make you I'm feel like you know that'll make you feel like damn I don't fucking tell this bitch now because she nah, I don't I don't be like no way she's talking to me. Yeah, I don't want to hear what she gotta say. She gonna I say this. And it's I not even that I don't want to so hear just, it. It's just like damn. Yeah. I, know, I, it's, I know how she gonna say it, and it don't make me feel good. I already feel fucked up enough, so I don't want to feel worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say nothing. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, I want to take, I mean, I take everybody's opinion and, and thoughts. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say, like, I take with it. With a grain of salt? Not with a <laughs> grain of salt. No, I take it open-minded Um, only because now in my life, like, I keep reiterating, I don't really have a lot of time to waste. Mm-hmm. And the time that I do have left, I want to enjoy mm-hmm. and I want to be happy. I think people are going to do ultimately what they want to do. 
So you can give your advice and you can give your opinion, but that person ultimately is going to still make the decision that's best for them. And that's why I say, like, at the end of the day, yes, I'm going to listen to my friends. If it applies um, and it works. Because you guys are my friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if it applies, I totally appreciate, you know, you even taking the time Mm -hmm. out to think about me and think about, like, because it could be like, bitch, that's right. your business. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It could be like that, but it's not. It's right. really like, you know, <laughs> right. sitting down, like talking and brainstorming. Like, nah, bitch, I think you should do mm-hmm. this and do that or do that and do this or you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or to sit there and take the time. I appreciate it. But sometimes it's like either I'm not mentally ready to stop doing whatever I'm doing or um, I'm not I, I'm right. not me- mentally ready. I'm not physically ready or, you know, whatever the, thing, the, the situation could be as to why I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to do that. I hear you. I get it. I know I need to, but, you know. Yeah. Not right now. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think, like, everybody's going to do according to their plan, like, what they foresee and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just just like that. It's just, like, having, like, even with us going to therapy, I don't take everything my therapist Like, it's golden, like, like it's God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it's I good. Like it's, you. Thank she, you. She guides mm-hmm. me and helps me, but I don't take everything that she says and apply it to my life. I apply what I need to apply in that situation to mm-hmm. my life, because one, she don't really live my life. Mm. She's just a listening ear. She knows what you tell her. That's, I don't know yeah, yeah, that's not a part of my close, like, she's not a friend, right? Mm-hmm. So she don't really know a lot of things, and she's not a family member. So that's why I kind of go to her to get that type of outside opinion, mm-hmm. to put all these people that I tell you about every day or what they have me go through, and you give me what you think is best. And mm-hmm. then I take that and use it to my life skills, like... So, yeah, she has helped me a lot tremendously grow and communicate and stuff like that. Because once that know me again, I'm a bad communicator. I was a bad communicator. I would just be like, all right, whatever. Just mm-hmm. put under the rug. Now I'm more verbal. It's like, no, you're not about to do that. <laughs> um, but I, I verbalize it in a way as an yeah. adult, mm-hmm. not a child. So mm-hmm. it's two different stages. Like now I'm an adult. So the way I verbalize things is. I, I think about the words I'm using because there are poor choice words that you can use to offend somebody or hurt somebody that you love mm-hmm. and how you deliver it. So words cut. Like that's one Ooh, thing I said. <laughs> words will cut. And Real deep. that's why I don't believe in like, you know, talking to somebody super, super mad or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I like that time. Let me settle down because once you say it, I don't care if it's your mother, brother, Mm -hmm. sister, boyfriend, husband, whatever, it's still going to replay in your head all the time Mm -hmm. and it's going to make you feel some type of way. People be thinking I'll be bugging because I am such a texter. I will text you because it's just like, look, I know, I know I could write out a message that's pissing me off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could write a message Mm -hmm. about to tell you I didn't like this or I didn't like that. And, you know, especially when I'm mad, I could say things. You know, I need a second to think about it because sometimes I come out of my mouth and I might say something really disrespectful because I know how I'm feeling because I really want to hurt you right now. But it's like when I read it again, at least I can fucking hit backspace. <laughs> Once I say that shit, I can't backspace. <laughs> I can't take it I back. Can't. So that's why, no, like, yeah. you know, where, you know, my ex would have, he'll flip on me and he'll say the meanest fucking things. And it's just like, damn, nigga, that's really how you feel where I could be like, you know, I could say right. some, you know, say some right. shit like, you know, OD and it really puts you in your place. And I just like, no, I don't want to hurt his feelings like that. So let me backspace and just call him a dumb motherfucker, you know, and, and just leave it at that, <laughs> you know? So. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. So 
communication okay. is you know key. All right, this went from toxic toxicity in relationships to friendships and how to navigate them. Hello. <laughs> how to navigate how to help. Got a little bit of everything. Hello. Okay. Yes. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm gonna think about how I can apply this to the actual friendship <laughs> end, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Another one down. It's been real. Yes. So we will see you all again. Well, I'll see you. You'll hear us all hear from us all Sheena, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Put some calories up. Yeah. You need to be doing more than 300. You know how I put it down to 300? Let me just tell you this. And I even changed my stand goal from 12 to 8 because I've been competing with Crystal. And she dropped her shit. So she gets extra points because it looks like she's doing, you know, the percentage yeah over her goal i need to so add crystal too because i'm yeah because she be cheating so i'm like i'm gonna cheat too then Ooh. and win <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm, if you're not gonna play fair you're not gonna play fair if i'm competing with you them just needs to be at the same exact level so that when i whoop your ass i don't have to be like oh when she win i don't want to think it's you won because you messed some stuff up like it needs to be okay yeah, both need to put your calories up there but i'm my, my goal is more than that a day because that's really no calories but yeah, and I'm winning her right now. It's a few more days. Four days left, but I'm winning. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. It's been great. All right. Bye. Bye.